you, EVO. Thanks, Tony. Author and founder of Genesis One Two Three. He was on a little while ago. I decided I liked him a lot, so he's back. Jonathan Feldstein today, right outside of Gaza, actually in Israel. Hi, Jonathan. Hey, Juan. I like you too. Thank yeah. you for having me back. Thank you. Happy Hanukkah, man. Uh, yeah, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas. There you go. Well, I like them both. All right, you never know if someone's Christian or if they're Jewish. Either way, I'll like <laughs> me some Israel. All right, so you must have had somewhat of a minor cardiac event when you saw that Harvard was not going to fire their president. You must Goodness have said, gracious. what? I... Sorry, she looks kind of like that uh, kid from that movie. Anyway. Um, it, you know, it's unimaginable that there is no morality there. That that they can that the president can stand there in a, in a in a structured, premeditated way to say that genocide call for genocide is depending on the context and that's okay, and then and issue some kind of correction that doesn't mean anything that's threatening the Jewish students at Harvard and other universities and Jews anywhere in the world, and that that woman keeps her job. That's astounding. It says about tremendous rot of any morality at the university well not only that if she had said it and she were a white person about anyone she the door would have hit her in the butt on the way out well that may be and it could have been it could have been her as a black woman saying that about jews or 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 but the point is regardless of who said it and her ethnicity and her gender makes no difference to me if they had said it about if anyone had been threatening genocide against anyone else in the world, mm-hmm. left-handed people, gay, lesbian, whatever, um, oriental, uh, black, white, a, a particular football team, it, it would have been calls for dismissal, they would have been fired, they would have never had a job other than being a toll taker. Mm-hmm. And, th- and Harvard University, it was astounding. Now, I, happens, I went to Emory University. Back in the day, in the 80s, we call it the, em- the, the Harvard of the South. These days, being the Harvard, anything is definitely not a compliment. You know, there are a lot of people who graduated Harvard who are very, very proud of it. And they take offense to us blaming the entire institution for something that one of their leaders said. Saying it's still a great institution. It's still, you know, an elite school. It's still a place where you go to get a very expensive and very good education. But I'm sorry, but the buck stops at the university president and Claudine Gay just mm-hmm. thought it was fine that people were calling for the genocide genocide of Jews and the way she tiptoed around her words so that she didn't have to tell them they were wrong made me wonder if she agrees with them. Well, I think, first of all, I question whether Harvard's providing such a great education these days. Uh, it's an expensive education. It's a respected degree, but I don't know that it's a good education, something I would never choose to send my child there regardless of her statement because I don't know that it's such a great uh, institution. But if anyone takes exception to blaming the university, just look at the board. They decided to, to keep this person as their employee, as the representative, the face of the university, in this position, despite what she said. Do you it, think it, they were the, more the worried about... Is culpable. Do you think they were more worried about what would happen to them for firing her because of her ethnicity than they were about wow. the ramifications? You know what? I'm not a good conspiracy theorist, but I never considered that. They might very well have been. I am a conspiracy theorist. My pronouns are told you so. Yes. Because every time I say something that they say I'm a conspiracy theorist, I end up being right. So there's that. Plus, uh, Claudine 
very much said that context is everything. That was that was that was her gimme for the people who were doing what they were doing. She she said it's taken out of context. I don't know how it's out of context and people are saying kill the Jews. Uh, where's well, what what am I, I missing? If you and I were to say if you and I were to come up with a context that's legitimate to say kill all the black female presidents of Ivy League institutions, we would be we would be arrested by the FBI. Well, because there's the context is is there there is no context. That's an actual statement. Well, that's what okay. she's doing. She's playing with words. That's she says she we're taking it out of context. Correct. Democrats do this crap all the time, and it drives me crazy, Jonathan. They do it every stinking time. One of their people says something completely asinine. Oh, you took it out of context. They didn't mean it that way. They do it every time. But then they come out with stupid movies from Al Gore, and you've got Hollywood elites standing up clapping, saying, that's not true. It's like they don't understand what context means. Context is dangerous. She's is. playing with words, and, and she's she's taken that proverbial uh, yelling uh, fire in a crowded theater to a way that's really obscene, because what she's done is she's made every university unsafe for Jewish students. And, and honestly, for me, I, if I were to come back to America now, I don't know as an Orthodox Jew if I would be walking comfortable, walking around, feeling safe, walking around identifiably as an Orthodox Jew. You come to my house and stay. You come to my house and stay. My German shepherd ain't going to let anybody touch you. All right. (laughs) You're on phone. Yeah. Um, Now, if I were in a movie theater as a teenager these days, I would be bussing. I would think things were fire. What if I stood up and I'd say, that's bussing fire. And everybody ran out and thought that, you know, there was a fire in the building. I'm like, (laughs) you took me out of context. I meant it was cool. You know, that's kind of what they're playing with here. Yeah, they're playing with the First Amendment, and they're mm-hmm. playing with with with, the, what, with what evil is uh, and threats to people are legitimate or not legitimate. And Harvard University has now cited that a threat of any kind to Jewish people anywhere it can it is or can be legitimate, depending on the context. Well, and, and you that have is immoral. Keep going. I'm sorry. I just I'm thinking no, of things, and my mouth it's starts disgusting. going. Yeah. Um, then you have people like Mahmoud Ahmadinejad back in the day saying that the Holocaust was a myth, never happened, blah blah blah. That was a thing for like five years. We couldn't get people to shut up about that. I'm like, huh, <laughs> how many people have to die before you realize this is happening? Mm-hmm. I don't want this to happen to any people of any group. But Correct. you know, the Uyghurs mm-hmm. who are in China right now, who are being genocidally used as slaves and murdered nobody seems to care about them right now either so i i don't want this to happen to anybody even if i disagree with your lifestyle i i don't want it to happen to anybody that's the great thing about being conservative is that you look at the world not through a lens of what other people will think is appropriate to look but you have a sense of grounding and morality and unfortunately the woke liberals um, and I don't say this with any pride. I'm not a person who runs around and waves that flag. But I don't. But but they they have this this fuzzy. You know, George Bush used to talk about fuzzy fuzzy math. Mm-hmm. Um, they have fuzzy morality, and it's really really gross and it's scary. I'm terrified. I spent my first 40 years in America. I'm a proud American. But what's coming? What's coming with Harvard University educating the future leaders of of, of America, business leaders political leaders, civic leaders, um, it's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous there.
Well, you're, feel- you're, as much as I'm in a war zone, you are too. Oh, I know. I'm well aware. Trust me. This with the job I have, I'm always somebody. Somebody's <laughs> always mad at me for something. It's just it's nonstop. So the stress level used to drive me crazy. Now I just don't care. But you know, we've we've fallen a little bit hostage to the ideology of the left in this country, where anybody who says they're on the left, even if the group that they are cheering for would actually kill a lot of the people who are on the left. Even those Correct. idiots will stand up and cheer for that same thing because the left chose it, even though if it took effect, they'd be dead. It doesn't make any Correct. sense. Correct. Correct. It was a great skit on our version of Ugh. Saturday Night Live here yeah. about that with uh, liberal students uh, welcoming Hamas, um, who were going to, liberal gay students, excuse me, who were going to throw them off the roof and kill them, but welcoming them to their campus. It's exactly like that. It's just um, unbelievable. It, it's yeah. it's it's a hijacking of morality that I've I've never seen in my lifetime. I never ever thought that this would be a thing in America after the Holocaust. I thought we were done mm-hmm. with this, but as as I continue to read through the Bible with my grandson between the Philistines and the Jews and the Israelites and that guy and this guy and Saul and David and it, you know you go back and forth and you see that the Jewish people have been under attack forever. This is their land. It's been their land forever. It was promised to them by God. And they are there on this little teeny 50-cent piece of land surrounded by a bunch of Arab countries who hate them, some of which have grown somewhat of a clue knowing that being friends with Israel is probably smarter than being their enemy, not just for commerce, but for your own safety. Right, right, But, I mean, it's just such a tiny little place, and it's, it's, it's too big for them. Correct. Correct. Uh, makes sense. It's, it's, it's unimaginable. Fawn, you mentioned, I want to give myself a shameless plug, you mentioned your grandson. i got to get you a copy of my new book that's um, been shipped now just before Christmas, Israel the Miracle, 75 essays by 75 Christian leaders from all over the world writing about this place. It's a coffee table book, it's stunning, and they're short essays that you can sit with your grandchild on your lap and read, these bo- read the book. I'm going to get you a copy of it. Please do. 324 yeah. Broadway. I'm easy to find if you're mad at me. Okay. All right. So, you know, it's there, there are so many faculty members. I mean, people don't understand. It wasn't five people at a table in Harvard who decided to just let this woman keep yeah. her job. I'm not I'm not about canceling people. I think it's stupid to cancel people for their ideology. Let them think the way they want to think. I'm fine with that. But when you're running an entire educational facility, and you take yeah. such an immoral stance and get to keep your job, 500 faculty members don't seem to care that she d- she doesn't mind that there are protests Correct. on her campus to kill Jews. If you had called for that on, on radio, the same way, and, and by the way, she did it under, uh, under, on testimony, under oath in the U.S. Congress. Mm-hmm. So she's lying somewhere. And that, and that in of itself is an issue. But if you had done that, your employers would have fired you because it would, be, would have been immoral. And they should have. But she, it's not just the 500 uh, faculty members who signed a letter. It's her employees. It's the employers. Mm-hmm. It's the board of the university that decided that, no, this is acceptable at Harvard University. And that's unacceptable in America. Okay. The world. I've got a minute and a half left because I talk too damn much when I have people on the air. Okay. But, um, Jonathan, as a Jewish person, would you go to Harvard? And why do Jewish persons still want to go to Harvard? 
I, I would never go to Harvard. One of the great things about leaving America and moving to Israel is I didn't have to have the worry about where to send my children to college. So that's great. I would never choose to go to Harvard. I would never send my children to Harvard. I want nothing to do with Harvard. And I didn't want that before, but now all the more so. Why do Jewish people still go? I don't know. We've seen a 17% decline in early, in, uh, early uh, uh, applications. So I, I hope that maybe people are voting with their feet. Um, I've issued a public call for people to stop giving money to universities, which I don't understand to begin with. But Harvard should be, should be unplugged and let it, you know, let it die of its own accord or let it continue to educate the kind of people that they want to educate until, um, until there's no more money left in the bank. And they do have billions of dollars um, in their, in their uh, trust fund. And um, it'll be a while. But no, I don't understand why Jews uh, are doing that. And actually, just this week, I was speaking with a colleague here about setting up a really top academic program in Israel connected to one of our top universities for Americans to come and get a quality degree that's not uh, threatening to anybody. As long as we have a missile-dodging you know, degree when we, when we go there, because y'all are always under fire. How's your son-in-law? Is he okay? My son-in-law has been in and out. It's my son who we're more concerned about. He's been okay. in Gaza now. For two and a half weeks, and other than a forty-second phone call last week to my daughter-in-law, um, we've not heard from him. But we do know that some of the soldiers in his unit, very close to him, have been killed. My, my wife and daughter-in-law went to a condolence visit of a thirty-six-year-old father of six who was probably right there in battle with him. I'm so sorry. It just makes me sick. Please, yeah, everybody, sure. I'm, I'm out of time. Jonathan lives in Israel. His son is serving. His son-in-law just got out. The IDF is amazing. I believe that the service they're doing serves the world, not just the Jewish population. But um, everybody, please check out a thing called Genesis 123. It's a foundation that helps others who feel the same way as we do. Genesis 123. Jonathan has put that together. He's the founder. He's also an author. He's sending me his book. We'll have him back when I get it. Harvard and the support of Jews makes no sense. Jonathan Feldstein, thank you, sir, for being back on the show. God bless you. Merry Christmas. You too, sir. Bye-bye. We've got to start calling out to people who think it's okay to kill other groups of people just because they have a different ideology. I don't think terrorists 